0: Welcome to Sound Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Sound Prints for the week of July 17, 2016. The 2016 Conference and Reunion of the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Association is coming up August 5 and 6 at the Ramada Inn on Zorn Avenue in Louisville. Activities include a barbecue dinner, photo exchange and karaoke on Friday evening, exhibits, a tour to the American Printing House for the Blind Museum to see the Louis Braille book from 1829 that APH acquired last winter, a pizza party, business meeting and memorial service, and banquet on Saturday. Pre-registration cost for all events is $38. All sponsors of $25 or more will receive the 2016 Alumni Treasure CD, which is a special edition with audio notes of the Study Hall Blues album produced by KSB students, staff, and alumni in 1986. Hotel rates at the Ramada are $80 a night for up to four people in a room. The room rate drops to $60 upon checkout for everyone who registers for the reunion. To make hotel reservations, call 502-897-5101. For more information or to pre-register for the reunion by telephone, call Carla Rushville at 502-897-1472. Pre-registration deadline is August 3. This week on SoundPrints, we're bringing you some more glimpses of the 2016 American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention. First, on page 2, we talk with Debbie Dethridge, President of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind and one of the eight leadership fellows chosen to attend this year's convention through the sponsorship of J.P. Morgan Chase. Opening general session of convention is always a high point of the week. If you want to know what ACB has been doing since last year's convention and you missed the opening session on ACB Radio, visit www.acbradio.org and choose the ACB Events link. Then select the Sunday General Session. President Kim Charlson outlined an impressive number of accomplishments by ACB in her report to the convention. On page 3, you will find snippets from the opening session of particular interest to Kentuckians. Debbie Dethridge addressed the General Session as a leadership fellow. Carla Rushable spoke for the Kentucky Council of the Blind, memorializing Jim Shaw as an ACB. Angel. And you'll hear Susan Ament of the Bluegrass Council and Patty Cox of the Kentucky Council of the Blind answer Ray Campbell's roll call of the affiliates. The audio on page 3 was created by ACB Radio, and we thank ACB for allowing us to extract these segments for you on SoundPrints. Another highlight of convention week is the banquet on Friday evening. Mark Reichert, chair of the ACB Resolutions Committee, had been slightly serious all week, reading resolutions that seemingly went on forever. Mark was the MC at the banquet, and the more humorous side of his personality was certainly evident as he kept the crowd entertained. The banquet speaker was Terry Kelly, a singer, songwriter, and motivational speaker from Canada. Listen as Terry speculates on why he and his hockey team at his School for the Blind seemed to always defeat the public schools in Canada's favorite sport. Again, we thank ACB Radio for allowing us to share some of the memorable parts of the banquet with you. You can hear the entire banquet program by visiting the ACB events page at www.acbradio.org. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. On the phone with me is Debbie Dethrich. Debbie is president of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, but today we're going to be talking to her uh, as in, with the hat of a leadership fellow from the recently concluded 2016 Convention of the American Council of the Blind. Welcome, Debbie.
1: Thanks, Carla. Good afternoon.
0: Debbie, this last spring you applied for one of the leadership fellow spots that was um, made available to um, several people uh, to attend the 2016 convention of the American Council of the Blind, and and you were chosen as one of those individuals that would be attending the convention as part of that program. So, take us through you know kind of what happened and and um, how how you. Uh, 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 enjoyed the convention, what you did at the convention, um, and, and what your view would be of this program continuing in the future.
1: Okay, well, as you said, the deadlines were due on April 1st, and you had to submit a letter stating why you would be a good candidate for this leadership fellow, and then your president or someone from your affiliate had to write a letter, and I kind of did this at the last minute, thinking, well, you know, it might be interesting. I'll try it. I probably won't get picked, but I'll give it a shot. So I submitted my letter, and um, our president, Deb Lewis, let, submitted her letter. We came home from the GLCB Derby Party on Derby Day, and Bill said, you have a message from Kim Charleston. And I said, oh, okay. So I called her back and she told me that I was one of the ones picked and I said, really? I was really surprised because I found out that there was about 30 people that had applied for this and only eight were chosen. So I didn't think there was going to be much competition at first, but found out there was really a lot of competition and probably a lot of good competition. So I was really thrilled that I was one of the eight. And... Want to thank J.P. Morgan Chase because without the leadership fellow, um, I probably would not have been able to go to the convention this year. We had a, well supposed to be about a minute, probably took a little bit longer than that. On stage Sunday night, we kind of told a little bit about what we'd been doing and kind of thanking J.P. Morgan Chase for uh, having this program. And then there was a really good leadership seminar on Saturday that we were asked to attend at the convention, and we had to attend the general sessions, which I usually do anyway when I go to the convention, and the banquet you had to stay for the whole week, and so those were normal things that I would do anyway. Had a chance, my roommate happened to be another ACB fellow from Florida, Sheila Young, and we That was really good. That worked out well. And was able to see the others kind of throughout the week, not as much as I would have liked, but that's just the way convention is. It's very busy and hard to get together with people. But it was a very good opportunity for people. You didn't have to be a first-timer. You could have been to conventions before, and I've been to several. So it's not just for first-timers. Yeah, you know, I do hope that they're able to continue the program because I think it's a great way for people that maybe want to bring some stuff back to their state and work mm-hmm. with other people that want to become leaders, people you don't even think about that might become leaders.
0: Right, and and it does sort of give you a different perspective, I think, on, on the convention, when you go as part of a program like this, um, I, I don't know this because, of course, I wasn't in that program, but I would think that it kind of gave you a different perspective when you when it came to attending the things that you went to. You know, it, it made you stop and think, well, now let's see. Uh, I'm part of this program, so um, what should I attend, what would be really helpful to my affiliate. You went to a couple of other things too. I think you went to the president's meeting on Thursday.
1: I went to the president's meeting and that was good because it not only talked about being president, but I believe they went through some of the other offices and some things that your other officers could Mm do. Mm -hmm. And I went to the membership meeting on Thursday Mm -hmm. and that was you know, really good. And the thing I liked, going back to the leadership seminar, it was just like maybe two, two and a half hours. It wasn't like an all day thing where you're sitting there thinking, man, my brain is really fried about now because I can't remember (laughs) what they said. Right. But they had some really good panels of people. Um, I did record that, and I'm hoping to go back and listen to some of the things they uh, they said they talked about different tools that you might use uh, they mentioned Dropbox and kind of how that worked and a lot of people use that and it was just a really good training but it was just a couple hours you know as I said versus an all-day workshop and I really like that
0: mm-hmm Okay, and you did a great job on Sunday night. We're going to have some snippets from various parts of the convention, and I think we're going to include your comments on Sunday night in another page on this sound prints. Um, I thought you did a really nice job up there. You were thinking that you were going to get to make your comments a lot sooner than you did.
1: I know, I thought, well, maybe they'll go in alphabetical order or <laughs> about, like, last name or whatever. And I was the last one I'm thinking, alright, well. <laughs> and I kept changing what I was going to, I kept going through my mind and I kept changing what I was going to say. And, I don't know, I just got up there and said something.
0: <laughs> you did a really nice job sometimes getting to sit there and listen to what everybody else says. You're thinking, oh, they said what I wanted to say. Well, better say something else. And then if it gets a little closer and a little closer. <clears throat> but I think being last, it, it can really make you nervous because everybody else has already been there. But you did a great job, and it's kind of neat to get to... Play a part in the opening session of the convention. So it
1: was. I mean, when I've gone before, it's like, oh, would well, be kind of neat to be on stage. Well, now that I got that opportunity, I'm like, hmm, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I think I like being in the audience a lot better. <laughs> Did you have to sit up there through that whole first part? We were we were the, up there the whole time when they were doing the roll call of uh, states. When they do. That's always a neat part of the program. Mm-hmm. I always like that. And then they, mm-hmm. when each state affiliate says how many chairs they need and who their delegates didn't think are. And mm-hmm. so they did finally come get us and say, we need to take this picture. So we did finally get to go down towards oh the end. Oh, my goodness. We were, we were up there for pretty much the whole night. Oh, but that's very uh, lead the pledge. Uh, mm-hmm. There was eight of us, so they divided this into... Um, Two groups before and that, I think they did take alphabetical. So there was four of us that did it one day and four of us that did it a second day. So right. that was kind of
0: neat. You also represented the Kentucky Council of the Blind in the Nominating Committee. I did. Had you been to the Nominating Committee before? Yes, I have. Yeah, that, that's an experience. That's always
1: a, a fun experience. It's the only closed meeting or supposed to be closed meeting mm-hmm. Um of the uh convention because then everybody comes out oh what happened i can't tell you Mm -hmm. oh sure you can everybody else does and one or two people asked me and i never said i said well you'll have to find out
0: tomorrow you can't go when you're an officer and so once i became treasurer or you cannot go if you're if you're um a candidate or plan to be a candidate for any office so the last time i went i think was in maybe 2010, A- anyway, the whatever year it was, they said, now, they always close the meeting and remind you that you're not supposed to be, um, that the, the results are not, should not be discussed until the, res- the committee's report is given the next day. And so the minute they did that and they adjourned the meeting, um, everybody stood up and half the room were on their cell phones. It was just hilarious. Yeah.
1: yeah. And they're very bombed, because I think even this year, I, I'm not sure which group it was, but one of them showed up, and I think they said, nope, you're too late. Oh, yeah,
0: if, if you're late, you cannot be late. Uh, the doors are closed on time, and that's that, and they don't let people who come
1: late into the room. And if so. you need to take care of, uh, <laughs> like, going to get a drink of water or going to the bathroom, you better do that before, because when. Yep. You come out. Uh, you cannot go back leave. in. You cannot right. go back in. So. Right, right. And they are strict, you know, on that. So yes. it, was, um, it was pretty interesting, you know, this year. Some years are just, oh, go in, no, you know, no competition, mm-hmm. and you're out in 10 or 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. this year took, a think, about an hour. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that was um, kind of a, a more typical Nominating committee meeting, I think, this year. Competition for offices and uh, board seats and so on is a good thing. And it's good that there's people, more people who want those seats than seats
1: available. When there's two and three people, I think one of the positions we actually had, I think it was one of the Board of Publication um, positions, we had like three people nominated. So it's mm-hmm. good to see. That there still is competition out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Debbie, I think you did us proud this year. We were so pleased to have you as um, a leadership fellow in the J.P. Morgan Chase program um, from Kentucky. That's that's a, a great thing when your state has a representative. So we congratulate you, and we're glad you had a great time. And of course, we're always looking to more forward to more great GLCB roundabouts. And uh, you being oh, yeah. president of GLCB, you sure
1: have get those
0: built up. So
1: you, well, thank you. you. And hopefully, more people. Don't know if somebody else from Kentucky will be chosen next year, but mm-hmm. I would encourage people to apply. All right. Well, thank you so much.
2: You. Find books and more in accessible media with APH's free of charge Louis database. H-T-T-P louisaphorg slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Locate accessible educational materials from nearly 200 different agencies. APH products and textbooks can also be located using Louis. New extended searching now available with free Louis Plus. Visit soon. H-T-T-P louisaphorg slash slash L-O-U-I-S dot A-P-H dot org. Mini-Book materials help Braille users jot notes quickly. Pull APH's Mini-Book Braille Binder out of your pocket and begin to write on the Mini-Book slate in just seconds. Materials are sold separately so that you can choose the combination that's right for you. Call the American Printing House for the Blind, toll-free, 800-223-1839, or visit www.aph.org. Page three.
3: It is my pleasure to call into session the 2016 Convention and Conference of the American Council of the Blind. Welcome to all of our listeners on ACB Radio. We're happy to have you with us. <laughs> all right a pretty rousing opening I'm very proud of all of you somebody up here inferred that they'd liven you up so when I come along to give my speech you can fall asleep so I don't know but (laughs) all right I get to sit down for a few moments turn the microphone over to Eric Bridges who's going to introduce you to the class of 2016 leadership fellows Eric
4: well, over the last couple of years uh, it has been awesome to be able to develop a relationship with a company like JP Morgan Chase their interest in ensuring that their products and services are accessible to blind people has been quite evident here at our convention and I'm very pleased to say that once again in 2016 they're an emerald sponsor and they will be here at the convention later this week they have provided us uh, with financial support to uh, enable us to to do quite a few things within our day-to-day office work but one of, the, one of the really neat things that they provided to us was funding for what we call capacity building. And that is being able to look at our membership, look at the, look at the people that are, are working really hard, not necessarily on the national level, but at the state and local level to identify them and lift them up and recognize them for all of their efforts on behalf of ACB. And uh, I'm very pleased that this year, for the first time, we are able to do uh, this recognition in a a more formal fashion, calling it the J.P. Morgan's Leadership Fellow Programme. And the last individual that we would like to introduce to you this evening is Debbie Dethridge from Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome, Debbie.
5: Good evening, ACB and ACB Radio. It is an honor and a privilege courtesy of J.P. Morgan Chase to have this opportunity to come to the American Council of the Blind Convention. I attended my first national convention in 1994 in Chicago, and it was a great one, and I've had many greats since. Currently, I am the local president of my chapter the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind and with a lot of encouragement from a lot of people they encouraged me to run for president and I said you've got to be kidding me <laughs> and I've had a lot of great help from a lot of people. I want to thank Carla Rushable for encouraging me to apply for this fellowship I want to take back lots of information to help other people become great leaders. Again, I want to thank JP Morgan Chase, the DKM Awards Committee and Kim and Eric for their hard work. Thank you very much and I look forward to meeting all of you during this convention week
3: I'm going to recognize um, Dan Spoon who is going to kind of orchestrate and tell you about the ACB tribute and appreciation for our ACB angels people we've lost from our ACB family and um, Thank you to the work of Dan and so many others. Um, we've lost several people in the
6: past year. This program started three years ago in Las Vegas at our convention in 2014. It's an idea that, that germinated from Marjorie Beeman where so many wonderful ideas come. And she said, we need something in this organization to recognize those that have meant so much to us she said why don't we start a tribute program and kim said dan can you and marjorie maybe pull dan dylan together and and see if you all can come up with an idea so we talked about it and we started the acb angels memorial tribute program not really knowing exactly where it would go but knowing it, it just felt like a good thing to do. And um, I want to say, first of all, thanks to all of you. Thank you, Sheila. Great job. Now, now we're going to go down to the floor, and Mike uh, at Lane, if you could introduce the next person.
7: Carla, do you mind if I put the mic in your hands? All
0: right. <laughs> Tech Council of the Blind has um, presented an ACB angel, Mr. Social Security. He, um, he helped blind and visually impaired people, lots and lots of us, as well as sighted people from all over the country to navigate the system and most of the time with positive outcomes we um, we were flying back from Birmingham from the Birmingham Convention in 2004 and there were five of us sitting in those sets of six seats that where you have three facing the other three The sixth person was sitting by the window and I was in the middle. And he said, Oh, do you know a blind person who works for Social Security? He helped me when I retired and turned out he was a photographer at the Louisville Career Journal. Mr. Food. Every restaurant in Louisville is missing a major patron. <laughs> and a lot of the restaurants around the country. When we went to Houston in 2002, we had midyear there, and the waiter naturally became friends with this person. So when Adam and I went back in... July um, the waiter said oh where is he we said he couldn't come he couldn't get off work the waiter goes away we wonder where he went he came back and he said I just made a phone call and I told him you better get here (laughs) didn't matter the rest of us were there at all Mr. Congeniality he liked all of us It didn't matter if you were too tall, too short, too fat, too thin. You were just fine and dandy. Mr. Weather and Mr. Geography, if he were here today, he would know exactly to the minute and the second the latitude and longitude of Minneapolis. (laughs) He knew it all by heart. He checked the weather every day in Anchorage, Alaska. Why did you need to know that if you were in Louisville, Kentucky? (laughs) But he did. And lots and lots of other cities around the country, too. And he loved his GPS on his Real Note Apex. He kind of kept up with what he was passing as he rode down the street. Mr. Information Desk. When he came to ACB conventions you would find him sitting at the information desk and especially in years from about 2007 on making copies enjoying making those electronic copies of programs menus newspapers you name it for people who would bring thumb drives and SD cards and he just thought that was a great way to help spread information at ACB. Mr. Leader, he um, was first elected to the board of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, 21 years old in 1974, and he served on that board in one capacity or another for 39 years until his death in 2013 he was also treasurer of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind and he served as president of the Kentucky Council of the Blind from 2000 to 2004 the Kentucky Council of the Blind presents Jim Shaw Jim we miss you and we love you you are a true ACB leader
3: Well, for many of you, this is the fun part of the evening. It's the time when we get to connect and cheer and listen to um, our leadership, recognize our affiliates, and give our secretary your full attention. It's my pleasure to introduce you to ACB Secretary Mr. Ray Campbell.
7: Thank you, Madam President. Well, since, since the balloon ride can't had to be canceled, how about we go up, up, and away with the roll call? Okay, here's how this works. We, we all know we go in alphabetical order, first by state affiliates and then special interest affiliates. Alabama and Alaska, get to the microphone so we can move this along because we are all standing between a lot of people in sleep. What I need from you is the name of your delegate, the name of your alternate delegate, the name of the individual who who will represent your affiliate at the ACB Nominating Committee, the number of chairs your affiliate will need in the convention hall, if applicable, the number of wheelchair spaces you will need, and if you have any, we would sure like to get any donations to ACB that you would like to announce during this time. So, my home state and the home of the 2016 World Series champion Chicago Cubs, yes, it will happen. (laughs) Illinois Council of the Blind, four
8: votes. Mr. Secretary. Am am I coming? Oh, here we are, Mr. Secretary. Albert Anderson, AA, here representing the land of Lincoln and home of, I think they still are, the major league-leading Cubs. Uh, Yeah. I will have the honor of being the delegate from our state at this year's convention. The alternate delegate is one of our brand new life members, of which we are proud to have three this evening. Uh, Our alternate delegate, Mr. Tom Jones, and yes, that's really his name, Uh, representing us on the nominating committee will also be Tom Jones. We are asking for eight bleacher seats with stadium cushions.
7: Now, we're down to Bluegrass Council of the Blind, five votes.
3: This is Susan Ament for the Bluegrass Council of the Blind. I will be the delegate, and Shirley Stivers will be the alternate delegate for nominating uh, Paula Weiss, and we are requesting four chairs.
7: Okay, for Bluegrass, Susan Ament will be the delegate. Shirley Stivers will be the alternate delegate. Paul Lewis will go to the nominating committee. And they would like four chairs, please. Thank you very much. Kentucky Council of the Blind, 13 votes.
0: Kentucky, the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln.
7: (laughs) You had to do it to me, didn't you?
0: (laughs) In Hodginsville, you'll find the cabin. We'll have Patty Cox as the delegate, P A T T I Cox, C O X. Adam Rushable will be the alternate delegate. And um, Debbie Dethridge will be the representative to the nominating committee. Chairs. 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 Oh, chairs. Yes, we do need chairs in Kentucky. <laughs> uh, we need... Um, Four chairs, with one of those being a wheel, a wheelchair space, please. Okay,
7: thank you, Carla. Um, for the Kentucky Council of the Blind, um, Patty Cox will be the delegate. Uh, Adam Rushable will be the alternate delegate. Debbie Dutheridge, who beats the heck out of me at Dice World all the time, go to the nominating committee. I need four chairs, please. And uh, let's make them nice rocking chairs for those folks. And, late, and Madam President, that completes the roll call.
3: Okay. Thank you to all of you diehards who stayed with us for the whole evening thank you and we will stand in recess until tomorrow morning 8:30 we begin page 4 good evening everyone good evening welcome to those who are with us on ACB radio Um, we have a fun and entertaining evening in store for you ladies and gentlemen
9: we are uh really thrilled to be able to present to you a gentleman uh who i think a number of you know and certainly are familiar with uh someone that i need to get to know a lot more about and uh uh, when Kim honored me by asking me to do this uh, event tonight, she said, well, you know, uh, we're, we're, we, we, we want to make sure you're prepared, Mark, to introduce the, this gentleman. So I, I, Kim, uh, in her typical librarian fashion, sent me about three and a half volumes of material, uh, all of which uh, 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 coded in the Dewey Decimal System. It was in Nemeth. It was really quite interesting. I no. I okay. Stop that. Don't do that. She just kicked me under the table. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, the first uh, CD I think recorded with Braille liner notes. Did I read that correctly? <laughs> Pretty cool stuff. How big is that CD? About 14 inches long or four feet high. <laughs> what, what kind of player do you? Do you put that CD? No, I'm teasing. That's really, I mean, it, it obviously shows a tremendous commitment to Braille. Uh, a gentleman is a singer, a songwriter, a storyteller. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you Terry Kelly.
10: Here tonight to celebrate life, to celebrate the 10,000 dreams, the land of the 10,000 dreams. Well, let's put it this way the organization of the 10,000 dreams. How about all the individuals in the ACB who have access to the 10,000 dreams? So, any dream that you want to have come to fruition, and the same with me they are there, the way I picture them is they're all there waiting for us, uncovered unwrapped so you don't have to chase a dream it's there to be opened I was born in St. John's, Newfoundland and before I went to the school for the blind, when my parents discovered there was one uh, in Halifax, Nova Scotia which which was about, oh, a thousand miles away um, my brothers and friends would be playing hockey you know and uh, I learned to skate. That wasn't too difficult to do, but when I came to the puck playing hockey, you know, my friends would say, "Terry, we'd love to have you play, but you know, you can't see the puck, so forget it." And that's the way I saw myself. I had this dream, this vision, this desire to be a hockey player, but it wasn't going to happen because can't see the puck. So I get to the school for the blind. Winter comes, and all the new students are gathered around, and the phys ed teacher says, So, who wants to play hockey? We said, We can't. Why not? Can't see the puck. We're blind. Teacher says, So, what's being blind have to do with not being able to play hockey? We can't see the puck? Did you ever think of playing hockey with your ears? What do you mean? You have to shoot the puck with our ears? Okay, kids, no shooting pucks with your ears. said, by the way, at this school for the blind, we, you probably have noticed so far, that we don't overprotect you, we don't baby you, we don't feel sad because you're blind, because uh, I think as uh, maybe Father John alluded to earlier, that there is a way for all of us to do something just making a difference. So they... They, they knew that. They didn't uh, overprotect their babies. So the teachers, we are a problem-solving school. When you finish with this school, we expect you to be out there, and you're going to be problem-solvers. Uh, people will tend to want to do things for you, um, or they will tell you you can't do things because they can't see the possibilities for you. So you've got to be a problem-solver, and you have to have good vision. We don't want you being blind in your minds, you know? So it began. So the teacher says, okay, so let's, let's get a puck here that you guys can see. Oh, sorry, play with. <laughs> so, so she said, just sit, I'll guide you, but I'm not going to do it for you. So we talked a bit about it, and she said, by the way, we don't have much money. So we ended up, long story short, getting a juice can or a soft drink can, dropped some marbles, pebbles in it, taped the hole over. Of course, we shook the can, made a noise, threw it on the ice, made a noise, hit it with a hockey stick, uh, made a noise. But there was a new problem now. Where's the net? <laughs> so someone said, what about if we got a beeper? Okay, we'll get a beeper. Someone got the bright idea of putting the beeper on both nets, and you can see us skating around circles now, trying to figure out which (laughs) net is which. So the problem solving continued, and uh, we got a buzzer and a beeper. Okay, that's working nicely. Every now and again, even with the buzzer and beeper, we got confused and scored on ourselves. How any any hockey fans in the room? Clap your hands if you're a hockey fan. Okay, so you'll appreciate this. So we we get confused and square ourselves. Well, my favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, do that sometimes, don't they? Huh? Yeah, I won't go there. Oh, oh, we, we were the only school in Halifax that had a rink. It was an outdoor rink. We you know, we, were kind of, we shared our rink with other kids from other schools. they come in, they play hockey, you know, and they'd uh, skate and so on. And every now and again, uh, we would play hockey against them. Something interesting happened. Every time we played hockey against the kids who could see, we scored more goals against them than we scored than we played hockey amongst ourselves. Now you know, I like you guys probably wouldn't think this, but you know when I if I ever tell this story to a bunch of uh, total all sighted people, I say to them, I say, you know, you guys are probably thinking, okay, that's easy. Obviously, the kids who could see felt sorry for you, so they just let you score more goals, all right? That's what we thought until we discover the real truth. Imagine this, even if you're not a hockey player, just come with me for a moment, imagine. There you are, a goaltender in the net, and all of a sudden, you realize there are five kids who are blind with hockey sticks coming down the ace, and you get the hell out of the way. <laughs> you get out of the net. Another important uh, problem solved. and open net presents an opportunity for multiple goals.
1: <laughs>
10: Speaking of comfort zones, this next song has a line that goes, Boogie Woogie Woo, Oochie Coochie Coo. <laughs> I, I'm going to be shouting out Boogie Woogie Woo. All of you will be shouting uchi Coochie Coo, right? I know. I can hear I feel it. Oh. All the gentlemen in the room right now thinking this, come on, Kelly, get real. I'm a guy, Uchi Kuchiku, will never pass these lips of mine. <laughs> and furthermore, uh, if I were utter such a phrase as Uchi Kuchiku, my masculinity could be threatened with so no. In light of that, I need to ask all you ladies a question. I won't be presumptuous to think that all of you will agree with me. Ladies, uh, I think some of you will know. Ladies, here we are. Well into a new millennium It's okay for guys to say what you could, Isn't it ladies yeah. Well you know Here's what happens now So the guys start strategizing You know I could slip out the side door The guy wouldn't see me go Try that one uh, uh, or, or a lot of the guys will say Gee I need to go to the
9: restroom
10: You know Hang on, guys, before you go slipping out that side door for whatever reason, because if you choose, you gentlemen, choose to help the ladies and me with this uchi coochie coo we are going to give you something. A lot of you are probably thinking, oh, he's going to throw money at us, maybe. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'd, I'd consider that. Uh, but this could be, in the long term, this could be way more meaningful and worth a lot more. Gentlemen. For those of you who choose to help the ladies and me with the Suchi kucchi koo, we are going to give you the opportunity to show us just how much of a man you really are. <laughs> so, here's how. Here's what I want you to do. Right, two, three. world, a chico. So, ladies and gentlemen, together, let me try this. Two, three, four. Not bad. I mean, I mean, I, I, maybe some of you are say, on a scale of one to ten, I'll be kind. Like you're better than most groups, I've got to say that. You're like a six out of ten, okay? All right. I mean, you, sh- you should hear me when I do them, so the group of accountants, right? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know the couple of... <laughs> Actually, the truth is, once the accountants get loosened up, look out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing, okay, so six out of ten. Uh, I think some of you may be sitting next to people you don't know that well, and you're looking at touching one another on the shoulder, saying, "Listen, man, you're going to do this, right?" So uh, we're going for a ten on this. Let's try, ladies and gentlemen, together. Here we go. Two, three, four. <laughs> That's about an eight. Let's clap some hands. Give some the hands clapping here. All right. Here we All right. Clap a little harder. Shout a little louder. We're going for 10. Tip, tip,
5: Give yourselves
10: a round of applause. Delicious. All right. So uh, uh, here's the thing you've committed to 10. You've made a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's a very short song. And uh, you guys weren't really that uncomfortable with this. Some people are really uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so I, I, I commend you for this. But staying at a ten, like you, you guys know, you know, you get on a committee, start working on something, and what? Twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work. You know how that goes. But, but, but not in this group. You guys are going to stay close to a ten, all right? On this, let's just. Uh, I don't know if I should. Uh, well, if you want to, well dance in your chair. You not much room for dancing, otherwise, right? St- starts off slowly, then it gets up, uh, we'll get her up tempo. Staring out a steamy window.
9: Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Kelly. With that, that's the news from Lake Wobegon. But you know, it's also the news from the American Council of the Blind, where Kim Charlson is strong, Eric Bridges is good looking, and all ACB members every last one of them are above average good night
3: i i want to ask all of you to give our mc for the evening a round of applause what a great job thank you mark Thank you to everyone for making this evening such a rousing success. I hope you had as great a time as I did. Thank you to Terry Kelly. Remember, he has some CDs here. Remember, the board of directors needs to come up for a photo op. And safe travels to all of you back home. And see you in Reno in 2017. Good night. Page five. The
0: Sound Prince Calendar, July twenty-two, statewide rehabilitation council meeting, from nine thirty a.m. until two thirty p.m. at the Charles W. McDowell Center, eighty-four twelve Westport Road in Louisville. Contact Jennifer Wright at 502-564-4754 for more information. Also on July twenty-two is the next Greater Louisville Council of the Blind roundabout. Braille and genealogy begin at 3.30, iPhone discussion and training at 4, discussion time at 5, dinner, $5 per person at 6, games, cards, crafts, and other activities from 7 to 10 at the United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Call 895-4598 to sign up. July 23, Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind, will have its summer picnic from 3 to 7 p.m. at Shelter One at the Perry County Park in Hazard, Kentucky. For more information, contact Frank Campbell at 606-693-9360 or Joy Couch at 606-216-8033. On July 25, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky will hold its next membership conference call at 7 p.m. The dial-in number is 605-475-6006, and the code is 294444. On July 27, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have its next peer support group meeting. From noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office in Lexington. Includes lunch and a speaker. Wheels Pass is available for attendees upon request. Call 859-259-1834 for more information and to sign up. On July 29, GLCB will host another roundabout, same schedule as above, at United Crescent Hill Ministries. The phone number is 502-895-4598 to sign up. The August calendar includes the following events. August 3, the KCB PR Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. by telephone on the conference line 605-475-6006. The code is 294444. There are two activities on August 4. The first is at the Bluegrass Council of the Blind. It is a free art class. It's a chance to participate in the creation of a felting art piece to be displayed in an art exhibition in September in Lexington. Fun for everyone! Call the Bluegrass Council of the Blind at 859-259-1834 for details. Also on August 4 is the next meeting of the American Council of Blind Lions. This is a monthly meeting for blind lions from around the country. Share ideas and ways to be involved in your local clubs. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Call 712-432-3900 and enter code 796-096. On August 5 and 6, the Kentucky School for the Blind will host its 71st Annual Alumni Conference and Reunion at the Ramada Inn, at 1041 Zorn Avenue in Louisville. For more information, contact the alumni at 502-897-1472. On August 7, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its committee meeting evening. The Advocacy Committee will meet at 7 p.m., Education and Technology at 8, and Activities at 9. The conference call number is 605-475-6006, and the code is 294444. On August 9, the Support Alliance for the Visually Impaired, Savvy, will have its next meeting from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church in Owensboro. Officer Courtney Yerrington, Owensboro Police Department, will discuss common scams and how to avoid them. The address of the Baptist Church is 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. Call Rick Bogus at 270-684-4418 for more information. On August 11, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will have its August conference call meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time by phone. The number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. For more information, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On August 12, another GLCB roundabout will take place. The number for more information is 502-895-4598. On August 13, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its board meeting at 11 a.m. on the conference line at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. Also on August 13 is Cinema Saturday, featuring The Book of Eli, a movie from 2010, shown at 12.30 p.m. at the American Printing House for the Blind. This is an audio described movie which features an important visually impaired character. This movie is rated R. The activity is free. Call the Printing House Museum at 502-899-2213 for more information. On August 14, the KCB Next Generation Chapter will hold its conference call meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time by phone. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On August 15, the Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold its board meeting at 8 p.m. on the same conference line. On August 16, the Tri-State Library users will have a program conference call at 8 p.m. And again, it will be on the same conference line, 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. August 19 is another GLCB roundabout. Call 502-897-1472 for details. On August 21, the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni will hold its next meeting by conference call at 8 p.m. Eastern, 605-475-6006. Enter code 294444. On August 22, the Guide Dog Users of Kentucky will hold its August conference call meeting at 7 p.m. on the same conference line. August 24, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have its peer support group meeting from noon to 2 p.m. at the BCB office in Lexington. This will include lunch and a speaker, Wheels passes available for attendees upon request. Call 859-259-1834 to sign up. On August 26th is the last GLCB roundabout of the month. 502-897-1472 for more information. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.